guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. First and foremost, so grateful for all of you, man. Uh, my podcast hit, like, it was like a ridiculous monument. It was like a, a milestone of a overnight surge that I had on my podcast. So for everyone who is listening, the new folks from Morantania and Bhutan and other places, man, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are all amazing, along with the entire country of Brazil. I It looks like I will be famous there very soon. So I'm going to have to try to put something together in the next year so I could go out there and do something really, really big, like a workshop. So we'll see what happens. And again, I'm so grateful for all of you, the rest of you who, of course, are listening to me and have been listening to you. Make sure that you share this podcast and you like it and leave a review on Apple. Now, I see that a lot of you have started leaving reviews so far on Apple Podcasts for my ESL podcast. Thank you so much and make sure that you continue leaving those reviews. If you haven't, I would love for you guys to do that. So with that being said, I see that on my blog... There's a specific blog that's doing very well along with the podcast. So the podcast has gone up 150 plays in two days, and it's intonation and question words. So what I'm going to do today is give an introduction into what I'll be doing in the next segment after what I'm doing on my pronunciation podcast right now, currently. So, again... This video course, because I'm doing a very, very big digital content presentation at an international convention here in Bangkok within three weeks, um, this is going to be the bulk of my presentation, probably from like the one hour mark to the, to the end, because I'm going to be talking about my video course in Udemy in general. Uh, in front of a lot of these students uh, around Bangkok and some of the professors and some CEOs and founders of other companies around the Southeast Asian seaboard. So again, this is a massive brand building day. I'm very, very excited about what's about to happen. And I'm just, I'm just so, I'm, I'm so giggly about everything that's happening. So again, guys, just stay tuned for that. All of this will be in a video course along with worksheets and things that can guide you guys, all right? So, what I got here is I'm going to talk about the falling intonation and the rising intonation. However, I've already covered that, so this is somewhat of a review, but I will be putting the choice, meaning using the, of course, coordinating conjunction or within the sentence, how to use the rise and how to use the fall after. So, the intonation you use lets others know if you are making a statement or asking a question. So, you use the falling intonation for WH questions. Example, where would you like to live? Where would you like to live? See, it's the falling intonation at the end. However, you hear me focusing on the content and the focus words. Where would you like to live? Right? Now, again, with two, it's to. You use a schwa. So you're not going to emphasize that at all. If I say this at normal speed, it sounds like this. Where would you like to live? So, again, you guys barely hear the wood. You barely hear the like because I link it to the to, like to live, right? But you hear the where you live. But you have to make sure that that focus word, which is, of course, the would, you understand that. Because where you live, it could be where do you live now? 
Where would you like to live? Where do you live now? Again, listen for that, that focus word following the content word. Very, very important to listen very, very uh, with intent. All right? Now, going into the next one. You use the falling intonation to indicate a choice between two things. This is the choice. The coordinating conjunction or, let me give you an example. Do you want to use wood or stone for the house? So, hear the rise with wood and hear the fall with stone. Do you want to use wood or stone with the house? Or for the house? Do you want to use wood or stone? Wood or stone? That's how you use the rise with the one choice and then the fall with the second choice. All right? So, again, do you want to use wood or stone for the house? Now, that's the two bullet points for the falling intonation. Moving on to the rising intonation. You have two bullet points. You use it for yes or no questions, as I've already stated in the previous podcast. So, are you interested in green building design? Let me give you a bigger, uh, a bigger example, including, like, let's just say a situation. Excuse me, sir. Are you interested in green building design? You hear the rise at the end, right? Are you interested in green building design? Green building design? So it's kind of like green building design. Now, again, focusing on the content words and the focus words. Excuse me, sir. Okay. Excuse, sir. Are you interested? Are you interested in green building design? Are you interested in green building design? So you're basically going to hear green building design almost at the same the same tonality with the rise coming with design at the end. Why? Because that's just one big content, let's say a content phrase. Because green building, obviously, compound noun, followed by design, which we use the rise at the end because it's at the end of the sentence. Are you interested in green building design? Are you interested in green building design? Are you interested in me? (laughs) That's a good one. But don't always say that because you guys will be a bunch of bad boys out there. So let's go into the next one. You use it to change a statement to a question without changing the word order. So this is often used to show surprise or shock. I'll repeat that. And of course, this is on my blog on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. To change a statement to a question without changing the word order. You use this as a a surprise or a shock. So let me give you an example. Instead of using the, uh, the, the verb to be, I could just say, you don't think saving energy is important? Meaning I find that hard to believe. I'll do that again. You don't think saving energy is important? You don't think saving energy is important? Now again, the think and the is, those are more of the function words. Now, you don't think. Well, as a matter of fact, think is actually a content word. But you have to follow that up with the don't, which is slightly used. So you don't think, you don't think saving energy is important. It's almost like I'm emphasizing everything because I'm taking it as a shock in terms of what you just said. All right. So what I got now are a few sentences. Okay. 
And I'm going to say these, and I want you guys to just repeat this. It could be in the comfort, the comfortability of your home or whatever, but it's all about practicing. I'll repeat five of these sentences twice. You could listen to this over and over and over, all right? Then you also have conversations on my blog, so make sure you check that out, and you could practice with a friend, all right? So, number one, is the building designed for a hotel or a school? Is the building designed for a hotel or a school? Number two, you would live in a house that reused water from the washing machine? You would live in a house that reused water for the washing machine? Number three, in the design, do the windows face north or south? In the design, do the windows face north or south? Number four, she really gave away that much money? She really gave away that much money? Number five, are you planning to do that by yourself? Are you planning to do that by yourself? So practice these sentences over and over and over, guys. This will, again, increase your uh, your pronunciation because, again, extremely important. Just got a wonderful question from one of my students from, um, if I'm not mistaken, Pakistan. I'm not, yeah, yeah, Pakistan for sure. She asked me how important is intonation. And so I told her. And so, of course, I'm making this podcast uh, for everyone out there, most specifically her, because again, intonation is everything. Because people would be very, very confused. I'll give you one last little story that I've probably said probably in season two. I had a doctor last year, and she says she passed everything to get into the, it was an entrance exam to get into radiology at a university in America and the thing is she said when it came to the patient interview she had the instructor there and she did not pass why because it sounds like she's on a complete roller coaster why because the content focus and function words are completely reversed she's literally using function words as content words and the content words as function words so, yes, this could be a big problem because she failed that exam on that last little bit. So I had to implement everything. And, of course, yeah, she ended up passing. And now she's studying radiology, uh, I think, in Washington, D.C. So congratulations to her. But, guys, this is the, the, the importance of intonation. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. Stay tuned for more. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.